podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. How's it going, people? Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to the Forever Arsenal podcast. It does feel like a little while ago since we've done our last one. Apologies, people. Obviously, it's international break and, you know, some people don't like it. Some people hate it. Some people love it. It is what it is. We, we're, we're over. International breaks are over now for the calendar year anyway. There's not another international break till March. So the Forever Arsenals are going to be coming thick and fast, especially leading into December where we've just got an abundance of games. So make sure you subscribe, put the notification bell on, show some love as always, people, to the video. Hit the like button. Let's get it up to a 1,000 nice and early. And welcome back the lads, Jordan Lee and James, in particular Lee, different surroundings. Where are you at right now, mate? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I'm in uh, Dubai. It's been lovely. The weather, swoop. I've just had a dip in the pool. It's been it's very, very hot at the moment. So, um, you know, uh, I hope you're all nice and warm over there. And, uh, yeah, so uh, we should, should be getting back to the pool in about an hour's time. I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Yeah, I told you just before the stream started, I, I was contemplating doing the video in my vest. It's so nice out here in London. <laughs> I thought, let me have some decorum, man. Let me just, you know, this is a professional show. We've got we to suit up for it. Suit up. Um, Jordan, how you been? Yes, good, bro. I'm all good. I'm all good. Um, interview, was, who did you interview recently? Well, yeah, I was out in uh, Macedonia for the England game. Uh, you know, I sat down with the big man, Harry Kane, Gareth Southgate. And I want to actually say, I want to say a big, big thank you to all the Forever Arsenal viewers that sent me some very kind comments that saw saw my work on Channel 4. Um, so, yeah, big up. quite as I was, was going to say, I think we should say well done to you because that's fantastic. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you very well much. Thank you. It did sure get about the thinking about thing. everything you might have said about <laughs> Gareth Southgate on this podcast. I did sit there and think, surely, but no. To be fair, I think you've always been a fan. But great work, really. That's really no. impressive. They were they were the two best games. Let's be honest. I don't know if you saw them. They were there. In fact, they were two awful games. <laughs> they were yeah, really yeah. bad. Um, but yeah, it was a good experience. Yeah, that there was a lot of love from people that watched this show that were commenting. So thank you very much uh, for those. Also, to kind of back reference, um, some AFTV content I've been watching. <clears throat> um, really enjoyed the um, We Come in Peace, uh, Turkish and James, especially the one, um, which one was it? It was the one, oh, which was the one I liked to most? Oh, it was the one who is the third best manager. Um, in, the, in the league and Turkish putting everybody to to, to, to bed, uh, defending Arteta. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. So um, yeah, good good work on that one, boys. Good work. Who is that one, Jordan? Who's your third best? I think I think it's Pochettino, but I think it's the, I think it's hard to say it's not Emery because his track record. But if you're asking me who I would want if Arteta left tomorrow. I would take I would take Pochettino. Um, yeah, I wouldn't even take Emery back. Even now, we've got a bit of a better yeah, yeah. foundation. Do you know what I mean? And some would say he came into a, a mess of a club. We're not a mess right now. Would you take him back now? I liked Emery. I actually did like him, but I've, I, I like Pochettino. I like guys that improve players, coaches, play good football. I think he does that. So for me, it's Poch. Lee, who's your third? David Moyes. 
I still think that he's done a, a fantastic job at West Ham. I think he's done a great job at Everton. Not not um, in terms of wanting him for Arsenal, but for what what tools he has and everything like that. I, I, I do think that he's done it exceptionally well. I, I, I think Arteta's got to be up there. I, I, you know, um, all this Ange ball and all that. Like you know, Arteta is far better, far better than him. I'm, I, I think that you know he's rode his luck a little bit, and I do like him. Uh, uh, you know, if he wasn't a Spurs manager, but um, you know he's been here for a few months. Where I think the longevity of, of Moyes, Pochettino, I, I'm going to say that I've been a. You know, you have to admire what he's done at, at Tottenham, and uh, you know, in my lifetime as a Arsenal fan, Tottenham. That's the best Tottenham teams that I've seen. What, what, um, what he had there, particularly that last season at White Hart Lane, I thought that was fantastic. So you have to give him a lot of credit for that, right? You know, but um, I think um, David Moyes is up there. I think uh, Eddie Eddie's up there, but like not as um, not as good as Arteta in my my opinion. But uh, I, I think if 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 a, if a push comes to shove, I would go um, Arteta probably third. Yeah. Got a few managers named there. Eddie Howe, I think yeah, he definitely deserves a mention as well. I don't think we mentioned him much in the in the video. But people, listen, Jordan said it. We come in peace. A couple episodes dropped um, last mm -hmm. week. So make sure you go check them out. If you haven't already, Supporters Club, a couple of those dropped too. Um, this, a, a few videos dropped. So if you're subscribed, just scroll back after this video. You'll see a few videos there. I know international break is quiet, but we tried to keep people you know, going over that time. Hopefully we have. And here we are to be going through another forever Arsenal, aren't we? Uh, yeah, just one thing is uh, I understand that um, Julian's doing the Invincibles today with Robbie. So if you're in the comments now, just slag him off a little bit, please. Just you know, <laughs> give him some stick. There Been you forever, go. Mate. Special instruction. And if it's a bit Julian will probably love it. That's that's the only problem. Yeah, yeah, but still, <laughs> like, you know, just, just try and knock his ego a little bit forever, yeah, man. He's a sick please. individual. That's a good start, James. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very yeah. <laughs> Along those lines, people. Along those lines, sick individual, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, well, listen, before we get into the upcoming game this weekend, listen, we, we talked about Pochettino. We, we, we briefly mentioned Tottenham and what he'd done there. But a few years prior to that, a good few years prior to that, um, apparently, in 2008, some some sort of dodgy dealing has led to Ooh. Tottenham being added to the list of teams in the big six facing charges. Man City, obviously the famous 115 charges. Chelsea, I don't know how many they have, but they're being charged with something under the Roman Abramovich um, era. And now Tottenham with that, you know, Jermaine Defoe deal seem to be under investigation. I mean, me and Cecil done an interesting fan zone yesterday to, you know, speaking to the people that tune in via the AFTV Plus app. And the question was, you know, if the if the titles do get stripped, you know, does it come to us? Is it, do those seasons get voided? Does it go to Liverpool all those years? They finished second, Tottenham once finished second. Um, I, I think the <coughs> consensus is if they, if they have broke the rules in the way that's suggested, um, and it's only suggested because no one really knows the ins and outs of it all. Then a potential relegation could be on the cards, a heavy points deduction. But what happens to the previous seasons gone? Jordan, I want to get your 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 thoughts first. Mm. We were just second last season. Yeah, um, I must say I'm I'm not a fan of taking the titles away from 
from uh, the Chelsea's and the Cities. I know as Arsenal fans, as rival fans, it's very, very easy to kind of say, yeah, take him away. We finished second that year, so we get the title. Uh, you know, that's, that's all fun and banter, and I get why people would say that. Logically, I don't think that's the best way to punish these teams. I think the best way, rather than to go retrospectively, take away titles, I would enforce punishments that hurt them in the future. So if these teams are to be found guilty, I think it should be, you know, um, you know, a, a point deduction. I think you say at the start of next season, you start with X points or minus X points, or you have a three-year transfer ban. I think those are the sorts of punishments that yeah. I I would I would enforce. I just don't uh, I, I don't know how you implement taking the titles away and. Yeah, because then you have a difficult problem there where I was seeing with Everton. They've had a 10-point deduction. You've now got the likes of, I forgot who it is, the three teams that went down last season. Yeah. They're now trying to sue Everton because they're saying, well, hang on a minute. If if Everton hadn't broken the rules, we might have stayed up and etc. So you open a whole can of worms, which I, I understand. I just think the more practical and cleaner way of punishing these teams is saying, okay, from here on in, you're going to start this next season or the next... I would say for the next three seasons, you start with minus 10. <clears throat> that would be what I would do. You start, or, or you have a three-year transfer ban. Yeah, I, I've been thinking a lot about this. I've been covering a lot on my podcast. And first, first of all, I actually think this is an Arsenal podcast and there's a little part of me that wants to laugh. There's a little part of me that wants to go, ha-ha, City, ha-ha, Chelsea, ha-ha, Tottenham. Actually... There's so much going on when you add the Everton thing, when you add what's going on with Barcelona and this investigation. It, it, it's actually it's actually leaving a real, real sour taste in my mouth. Like, what is going on? Like, we knew that, you know, sort of rules were broken here and there. When I say we know, I, I think we all safely assume because football's a very dirty industry and all that. I've said that phrase a lot in the last week or so. But... I actually don't really feel that great knowing that these titles that Chelsea and City won, that I watched all this football that Arsenal participated in, some were title races we were a part of, not very many, but some, um, you know, kind of weren't fair. Like, like it's not, it's not, I don't feel great about that. Do you know what I mean? I'm not sitting there going, haha, you know, you might get punished in the future for it. We're talking about multiple, multiple seasons in which it's looking like, though, obviously nothing has been proven it's looking like some teams didn't play by the rules and then it only gets me wondering well what's going to emerge about Arsenal hopefully nothing we always talk about how we're a club that runs brilliantly but Tottenham are being investigated for a deal to sell a player 7.5 million you know and they're talking about the potential repercussions from that so I don't really feel that great about all this if I'm honest I'm not sitting there going you know, oh, great, this is hilarious. As an Arsenal fan, I can sit back and enjoy this. In fact, I think maybe it's even slightly worrying. But, and as a football fan, I don't like it. Um, I, I have mentioned the stripping titles thing. But actually, the more I think about that, I actually think stripping titles should be left to things like refereeing scandals. Like if City, yeah, 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 match fixing. Like, if it emerged that there were actual games that were, yeah, match fix that were forced to go a certain way to deliver a certain result. We're talking about bending the rules to get players on a football pitch to then play the game fairly, if that makes sense. I'm not saying that makes it, that's still unfair, that's still breaking the rules, but there is a difference. I think I think if 
you know, Club A won the title in 2000 and something, and it turned out that they were paying a load of referees, strip them that title. I don't think you give it to second place. I don't, I don't think there's any point in that. I don't think that the fans would feel any sort of satisfaction from having that, um, that title or whatever. I think you just, you just make it void if there were that level of scandal where you go, they just haven't won it. Forget, you know, doing the off-field things wrong. On-field, they haven't even done it. Take it from them. So I agree with Jordan. I think you go, you go really strong on point deductions on relegation on something like that on on something that really really sets a precedent because you know you like you said turkish a slap on the wrist to find 10 points one season but you've won six titles well don't you just take it like i, I don't know what's to really stop you doing it again if it leaves a sour taste in your mouth imagine liverpool fans because you know they got potentially stripped of a of a great era for them that would have yeah. taken them above man united's title wins and so on um you know we've we've got the one race in there i'd say that might have been affected by it all but i do want to stress that juventus were relegated because of match fixing and that's that's very different charges to the ones that are um being suggested city are so to be honest some of the charges it seems that city have against them are quite laughable in terms of some of the things i've read but i don't know the ins and outs really um i'm sure there is a few serious ones in there so we will see how it pans out but lee what's what's your thoughts because you've you've got to live it you've got to feel a title win you can't just be handed a title yeah exactly yeah I, i agree with that but um so i don't think that arsenal should be given the title or anything like that and it wouldn't be right but what I do think is that the punishments that these teams should be getting is is massive because when you look back at Arsenal versus Man City last season, we was involved in it. Um, when we lost Saliba, we had to go with Rob Holding and whatever like that. When they lose a player like that, they've got an, a, a player as good, if not better, coming in. And the reason is the reason is because they've cheated because they've cheated with the fair play stuff and everything like that. Being able to bring in players of top quality in as replacements where other clubs like Arsenal have not been able to do that. You go back to the Chelsea era, we've lost players to Chelsea um, because of uh, we've, we've had to balance our books. We lost a lot of players to Manchester City when we had to balance our books, like, you know, doing it fairly um, as, as as we was told that we had to. Our other teams have not done that and gone on to, to, to win titles and things like that because They've not looked into those rules. There was a time when I was going up and down the country paying 50, 60 pounds for an away ticket before they brought in the 30 pound reduction thing. And going to these games, spending my money with really no chance of winning anything because of other teams cheating. Other teams cheating, if that is the case. So, uh, you know, relegate them, punish them, do whatever like, you know what I mean? But there, there needs to be serious... Um, punishments on this now. The one with Everton, I look at Everton, yeah, they've made mistakes and they've done it and, and, and they've been done for it. But it's affecting this season when probably this season they've they're, they're, they've been good at this. It's, uh, they've been playing by the rules. It was last season when they weren't playing by the rules and they've been affected this season. So I think it's very, very important that you look at that and think, well, <coughs> it, suit, it, it might suit I don't know, Bournemouth this season or, a, or, or a, say, a Sheffield United because they've been dropped points if they were to get relegated. But last season, it, it certainly when, when, it, when it really was, when they was doing it, Leeds have been affected and, 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 and teams like that. Like, you know? So 
I don't really, I think we're getting into a real difficult situation when you actually drop giving points away and things like that. For me, I think it's got to be a lot more severe than that, like, and that means out of the league, you know, completely dropped out of the league. Um, on, on, what, what, on what the severity of it is. I will say this about um, Manchester City, though. If they've done it, I don't care about Arsenal winning that title, but those titles should be stripped. Stripped. They don't have them. Like, because at the end of the day, they've cheated. And I'm sorry, like, you know, if you're, if you're a sportsman and you, uh, you know, a runner and you, you, you make, uh, put enhancement drugs into you and all that, like, what happens? They don't say, oh, you keep that title... You're gone, you know what I mean? And the, the reason that they've got to that victory is because they've used stuff well, to, to get there. Well, the argument, well, by so, the argument that the players are, are not the actual ones that have cheated, this is the, it's the structure above and, and the, the club and, and the players actually... Come won. on, come yeah. on, Serkis. You, you know when you're going to Chelsea Football Club that things were going on there. Like, you know, For instance, I look back and, you know... Allegedly. Virtually going to Chelsea, yeah, I was wasn't gonna it? Say. Was for, Hazard was virtually going to Spurs, sorry, like, you know. And then all of a sudden, you know, um, Chelsea nipped him in, uh, and, and blew Tottenham out of the window for, 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 for financial play. You know, I, I'm, I'm not being odd, but Hazard's not a player that's going to turn around and go, all right, OK, um, I'll give you, like, I'm on 50 grand a week at Tottenham saying they're going to say, oh, we're giving you 100. They've done it with Willian as well at Tottenham. You know, all these teams have suffered from it. I know, like, Spurs, the one with Spurs, I'm, I don't, you know, you're going back 15 years on that one. I, I don't know if you can, if that's fair to say, you know what I mean, uh, that you can do it. But listen, Arsenal got done um, back in the day under George Graham when he took a bung, like, you know what I mean? Now, it was going on. We know it was going on with other clubs and things like that, but George Graham got caught. And Arsenal punished George Graham because you know why they punished George Graham? Because they didn't want to get punished themselves. So they mm. uh, they cut the cloth, uh, you know, uh, ruthless or whatever you want to say it. But at the end of the day, you, you know, it, it was wrong to do that. And it didn't really, I don't think, really affected the league in, in anything in shape or form like that. But these these teams now, Manchester City, listen, before all this come in, and I say this, and Chelsea, what had they won before all this come in? Not a lot. I think. Uh, sorry, sorry, Lee. I think it's in my understanding is, is there's a difference between what Everton have done and what City yeah. are are yeah. accused of doing. Everton broke the rules. They've been punished for breaking rules. City didn't break the rules. City have tried to circumvent the process that enforces the rules. So there's a, there is a slight difference between what City are alleged to have done and what Everton have done. City haven't actually broken the rules. What City are accused of doing is trying to um, uh, massage the process that enforces the rules. There's a slight difference. Now, if they've proven to have done that, they still have to be punished. But there is, my understanding is there's a, there is a slight difference between the two. And in regards to your point regarding players, Turkish, you know, is, is it... It should they be punished? I, I I think they should. I don't have any sympathy. I have very little sympathy because although if you're Edin Dzeko or you're bloody Otamendi and you're just a player that happens to be part of that season where stuff was going on that that you're being accused of 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 of, of, of malpractice, you're still part of the process, even unwittingly or unaware, un, unknowingly of 
the joy and the success the club is being brought. So whilst it's not your fault as a player, if they had if they had a, if they had complied with the rules, maybe Otamendi, maybe Jekka, maybe those players don't get signed in the first place to be able to contribute to the tropes that they won on the pitch. So I don't have any sympathy for the players, or I have little sympathy for the players if they are stripped of their titles, because whilst they per se were not directly involved in the accused of cheating they were still beneficiaries of a process that brought them trophies. So I think if you take trophies away from them, I, I, I think they have to as players just say, even though it's not our fault, we have to just hold that L, unfortunately. I, I also just want to say very quickly, like obviously the investigations are going on and look, there's every chance that, you know, they're, they're, you know, they could be innocent, they could be guilty, whatever, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I just have a feeling that Ever, what happened with Everton? They set a precedent. The Premier League, you know, that was yeah. one charge, ten yeah. points. It was big. Um, so people are going to just keep a close eye. But I'm, it's like I said earlier. I'm sort of, I don't know for whatever reason. It was that Tottenham news about the Jermaine Defoe transfer that, like Lee said, fifteen years ago, to sell a player. Like, I mean, obviously, if they've done wrong, there should be punishment. But it feels a little, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. I don't, it, it's a weird one, right, for them to kind of be punished for. And, and I'm just sort of sitting, watching on the sidelines a bit like, can we just come to a solution about this? Because I don't really like it all going on. I, I've got to be honest. I'd rather just get back to the, the but isn't on the pitch. But, but, but is, is, isn't the Defoe one more about the facts? Sorry, I only got back yesterday, so I've not read it properly. But isn't that one more about there was an unlicensed agent yeah. that did the deal. So that is more yeah. about the effort, even the FA's protocols of who signs up to be an official agent being yeah. flawed and not being looked into. So I think that actually that, that's less about Defoe per se, or even Spurs. It's more about unlicensed agents doing deals. That's that's my understanding of, of that one. And if that is the case, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing going back 15 years because you can't have unlicensed <laughs> agents doing doing deals no don't get me wrong it should it should absolutely not be ignored it should actually absolutely be addressed in whatever way they feel well in the most appropriate ways but i just yeah i don't know i'm 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 finding it all a bit like i i i think it's like a bit it's seen as a bit of a drama right now like in the world of football like oh there could be relegation and points off and what's gonna happen and actually I, i actually think it's just all very ugly to be honest. The, the one thing is, though, that everybody talks about is it, at this moment in time, there's only one set of people I feel sorry for, and that's the fans, Everton fans, because they've done nothing right. I agree. Mm. They're the ones that, like, like we all do, go and pay their money, support the team. They don't know what's going on, but mm. at the end of it, no one's going to worry if they get relegated. Who All those players can leave and whatever. The fans can't. So when they are punishing these clubs, you know, you have to think of the fans because the fans, like Everton fans, have done nothing wrong. They've gone up and down the country, following their fact, following their club through thick and thin, and a lot, a lot of fit, uh, thin over the last few few seasons, as we well know. And now they've had this put put on them um, after the traumas of last season they've gone through. So when when you say about fairness, well, you know, no one seems to think really about the fans and their fairness of it all. Um, you know, and if Tottenham are to get to get find or, or even dot points this just say for them the Tottenham fans as, as much as we don't like them they've not they don't deserve that they don't deserve that and, and 
I, I do think that there is a little bit with Manchester City and Chelsea. They, they, they sort of glamorise that they've, they've done it. Certainly Chelsea fans have over the years. You know, I spoke to a Chelsea fan uh, about this the other day, funny enough, in, in the hotel. And he turned around and said, like, they can take what they want. They can relegate us. They can take away their points. But what they can't take away is my memories over the last 10 years or 20 years that I never, ever have had as a Chelsea fan. Never would have had. I, I, there's been a lot of talk about the, the ten point docking for Everton being, you know, harsh. Is is it proportionate? And the reason why I think the FA or the Premier League have gone hard is because the regulators coming in and they're scared. They're scared the regulator coming in and they want to show that we can we can look after our own house. We can we don't need a regulator, an independent regulator to come in and look at football in this country. We can do it ourselves. And from the outside, if I'm Chelsea or a Chelsea fan. I'd be concerned. And this looks to me like, and just looks to me, it's just, just my view, like Everton have been done because they haven't got as good a lawyers as Chelsea and City. That's what it looks to me like. Because the City case, I think, will be years down the line. That one is not happening anytime soon. The Chelsea one, I think, could be soon. That one could be soon. But either way, it feels like Everton have been done because they just haven't got the infrastructure and the resources to, to kind of defend themselves in the way that City and Chelsea do. Haven't Chelsea admitted something? Because when they were going through yeah. their book, they were the ones that, like, even because it was new people said, look, we think this has happened. So they've actually admitted. Chelsea have said, like, yeah, we, something went wrong. We, that yeah. wrong was done, but it was under the previous regime, which previous, for me, but, that's, but not the good, that's not a good defense. <laughs> no, no, yeah. it's not. But, but, but they have highlighted that they, they, they were. There's two investigations, though. So there, there's one that they brought to the Premier League and were quite upfront about. And I think there's another one. I think it was either it might have been published in The Guardian or whatever, and it was done by independent journalists that looks further back. So I think the ones with the Premier League look at a deal around 2012 and beyond, but there's actually stuff to do with earlier in the Abramovich era. So that Chelsea, I don't think, I'm not saying they're not co cooperating on it, I don't know, but it wasn't that they brought that one forward. So I think there's quite a bit going on with Chelsea. I think, if I'm understanding it right. Charges galore, left, right and centre. But I'm with you, James, yeah. as well. So it, it takes away from the, you know, it takes away from the league. I mean, it, I agree. The, the league is the best league in the world. And quite often we're talking about refereeing standards. And now look at the amount of charges flying about. And if these league titles are to be voided, and, and you look back at the last 10, 15 years, the Premier League, it doesn't look good. Void, 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 void. Um, it, it doesn't look good on the brand. So it is what it is equally. Punishment's got to be served to, you know, avoid things like this happening in the in the future. Um, yeah. Because I said on FanZone, if Man City and Chelsea get away with it, I'm not going to moan and cry. I'm going to look at Cronkay and say, do the same thing. Do the same thing. Because if they can get away with it, then, you know. Which is why I think it might be a harsh, it might be a harsh punishment. I've got a feeling Chelsea and City, if they're found guilty, I think it could be really harsh what they get. Because they have to set a precedent. You're right, Tony. They have to put their foot down and say, "Listen, we can't, we can't allow this to happen ever again." So that's the what you're saying is the reason why I think if they're found guilty, it's going to be it won't be like a a five point docking of points. <laughs> I think it'll be something really, really um, substantial. Yeah, well, well, we'll find out. I'm I'm just surprised that if there is a look, James. I think started with the assumption we all make that there has been wrongdoing. Why haven't Arsenal, United and Liverpool ever got together, the heritage clubs in this country, got together and, and you know, filed some sort of something against them? I, I just don't, I just don't understand. That's what I'm, I'm, 
You know, I'm gonna prove it, I guess. Or are they, are they doing it as well? That's right, not the we're, way. we're doing it. We ain't been fucking good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they they're doing it the right way. Maybe we, maybe we need to learn. But um, yeah, if they don't get listen, if Man City and Chelsea get get away with whatever or, or get past whatever they're being accused of, then yeah, if they get moaning and crying, the FFP's already taken enough hits now to know that it's not really what it was meant to be. Liverpool sold players to get to what they have, you know what I mean? Like the Coutinho's and things like that. Like, like, you know, they had to sell players to get to... I always admire what Liverpool were doing as, a, as an outsider trying to challenge for the title a few years ago because they, they didn't have that um, uh, money input. So what they had to do was buy and sell players. And I, I, I believe that, you know, that was a way forward for other teams like Arsenal and Spurs and teams like that to follow that um, path. And... Uh, uh, and we, we followed it to a certain degree to try and get success, but we, we but we know what it's like to come up to this this power machine, Man City, like we did last season when we had injuries and were, were falling down. They got stronger and stronger, um, and you know probably Liverpool would know that more, more than us because we hadn't experienced it for one year. They would, they would a potential great era um, in the bin, but yeah. We move um, and we move on to game week 13. The Premier League is back. People hit the like button. I'll be on a thousand likes yet because we're coming up to 30 minutes into the show. Um, and it's been a little while, so we should have hit a thousand likes by 30 minutes. Make it happen, people. Scroll down, hit the like button, subscribe, show some love. James has got his own channel, James B. Lee Judges TV, Turkish LDN. And as Jordan mentioned earlier, you can catch him all over the gaff interviewing all of these top names from, from Kane to Southgate to Anthony Channel 4, talks about all of that. Um, and we move Brentford away. And the first interesting point of it, well, the first interesting, I don't know, of the match is that Raya is ineligible, um, Lee judges. So your guy's back in goal this weekend, for sure. There's no debate about it. Yes, Lee Ramsdale is back in goal. I, when I found out, I made sure that I definitely got a ticket for this game, you know, right behind the goal. Thank you very much. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear it on the tannoy. Um, and in goal for the Arsenal, number 57, Carl Hine. Lee's <laughs> <laughs> just sort of sitting there having well, a Well, listen, before we go on that, because it was the thing we've... we've uh, um, Aaron Ramsdale's dad to come out, wasn't it? Like, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. Can we discuss that? Yeah, you know, um, kind of. Yeah, like I, I, I didn't think it was as the, the full interview. I didn't think it was as bad as what people have made out of it. I thought there was some very, very good points in there. But I do understand the criticism coming the dad's way as well. Um, that you perhaps you shouldn't say anything, um, if I'll be honest. But I, I just think maybe the timing weren't great when, when you probably know that Aaron's going to play in the game against Brentford. Um, but, yeah, no um, need, no need, no need. Um, so, so uh, you know what, though, what does fascinate me about all this sort of stuff is that years ago you you never um, would hear about things like that, but because of social media now and podcasts and platforms and all that, you do hear what you've got to say and things like that. Like, you know, quite, uh, quite, is he alright yeah? right? for fuck's sake, Jordan. Switch oh, up to mute your mic as well as turn your camera off. I'm hearing everything. Yeah, I'm hearing right, everything. Right, yeah. What's he doing? He's not, 
just loves to get in the comments, doesn't he? Because I'll tell you what, they're going to be in the comments. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, my battery went for my laptop was dying, so I had to go and put my charger in. But I, I wanted to hear what Lee was saying. I wanted to hear what Lee was saying, so I took out the earphones to listen. It's like, well, I was sorry, sorry, so I forgot I was off. <laughs> So, yeah, so, so but I do, I do think that's fascinating that um, podcasts and things like that. Now, there's an opportunity for family members to say something. We get to get a little bit of information that we would probably never have ever got. Imagine, do you what? think? Do you, do you think? Do you do? You, do you think Henri or Vieira or Tony Adam needed their bloody parent to come on the the, the, the a podcast to speak? They, they, they'd handled they'd handle the situation themselves. I think this modern day era and. And, and, you know, it's, it's too overprotected. Everyone's overprotected. Everyone's, you know, protecting some, someone out there. And I, I know it's his son, but it hasn't done any good. You know, it hasn't done any good, in my opinion. But, but, but I think that's part of the plan. I, I want to first of all just say big up to Sophie Nicolau and Kevin Campbell, um, or whose pod it was on. They got his dad, Hybrid Squad podcast. I know Sophie, you know, we all know Kevin as well. So that was a great line that got picked up by all the mainstream broadcasters. So big up those two, first of all, for getting that, for getting that uh, scoop, if you like. Um, I think it was part of a plan, Turkish. I, I, I agree. Like, why is your dad or mum? exit strategy. Well, yeah, I think they've realised that he's done. He's done at Arsenal. He's not playing for Arsenal as a number one ever again. So we need to start looking now at how do we get you out of the club in the kind of cleanest possible way? And I think him going on the podcast, I'm not saying it was necessarily a Machiavellian plan to get him out, but I think by going rogue, I don't think they're, ups- I don't think they're upset with the dad for doing it because they're thinking we need to make it clear to your Newcastles, to your Chelsea's, or even your foreign clubs Ramsdale's not happy. Like, January's around the corner, holler at your boy. That I think is part of a really subtle but not subtle plan to get him out of the club. I don't think it's by a mistake that he he did that interview because he's done. It's quite clear he, he's, he's done at Arsenal now. So they're looking to now, how do we get you out of the club as quickly as possible, especially with the Euros um, coming up. But doesn't the contract say contrary to that, though? That, I mean... I'm not saying that he he is going to be number one again because I agree with you. It does look like that, but doesn't doesn't the contract indicate that there must be some sort of you know? If it's not hope, then I, I also think Ramsdale has to understand that you know he's been put in a much better position now than he was two and a half years ago. Mikel Arteta gave him a massive chance, and you know as much as it helped Arsenal, it helped Ramsdale as well. And it just it is you know what it is leaving a sour taste in my mouth if he is gonna push for it. I, I I'm not gonna say he doesn't deserve to start week in week out because for the last couple of years I've I've loved Ramsdale more a lot more than I haven't. Um, but I just feel like you know you done the same thing to Leno. Leno was very patient about it. There's also some you know you know the fans I haven't done anything to you. The manager you're upset with his decision, but whether you wait till. January or wait till the end of the season. There's not much difference in there, and you and this whole Euro 2024 thing, my brother, you were starting week in week out for Arsenal, and you wasn't picked number one for England. So why all of a sudden mm. now that you're dropped, you that think is true. Like coming back into that is true. Gonna be that is true. You ain't Southgate's number one. That's it. Southgate can wax lyrical all he wants about if he's not starting. Then I think. But if Southgate can stop talking shit because he, uh, one interview will say one thing, he'll contradict himself in the other with Calvin Phillips and Harry Maguire. But so I, I think, but, but I think, stuff. but I think it's also about him going. 
I think if he's at least start playing games between now and the summer, he's cemented his place in the squad. I think if he's not even if he's not even playing between now and the summer, he may feel his place even in the yeah. squad is 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 in jeopardy. He's like, look, I want to go because if I'm in the squad, there's a chance if Pickford's injured or gets a red card, I'm in. I'm playing. Whereas if I'm not even in the squad, then do you know what I mean? I'm 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 done. Yeah. I think in the summer he was close. I think, like, you know, if you go back to the, to, to the end of last season, signed the contract with Arsenal. Well, obviously, there's, I, I don't know the ins and outs, but there's obviously promises been made in that contract, you know what I mean, to sign it and whatever, like, you know, which it may be gone back on, I don't know, like, you know, I'm just putting that out there. Then he went to, to the, to the um, Games of England, of course, played against Scotland, and I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure Gareth, Gareth Southgate said, look, Keep pushing away like what a good manager would do. You know what I mean? You're close to, 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 you know, getting the number one spot. If anything happens to Pickford, you're you're next in line. You're on the conveyor belt next in line. All of a sudden, that's being taken away from him. Right? Because um, if you look back at, at, at the England thing, Pope was in the England squad. Um, then lost a little bit of form with Newcastle and was dropped and left out. And he's still not back in. He's now picked up his form back at Newcastle. So there's, there's, you know, when Gareth Southgate turned around and says, I can't really guarantee you, but there is a little bit of a reason in that because, you know, Pope is now playing well and Aaron's not. So I think it's an easy transition to put put that back over there, like, you know. So there are issues that that, that are on there, on the, on the case there. And I also think that, for me, um, if, and I'm, I'm not talking for anybody else, just as if I was, the goalkeeper in the situation. What was being told by the media, the media is definitely not happening at the club. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I will rotate. I will do this. Well, that's definitely not happened. And maybe that's what's um, got the back up of the dad, and maybe like upset Aaron along the way. Let's be, be make this plain and simple though. That Aaron's not come out and said nothing. You know what I mean? Now, whether you want to believe it. He, he, he put it through his dad, and I'm not so sure. You know what I mean? Like his dad's his own man, and whatever. Like you know. So, um, and and sometimes <laughs> I know with my dad when I played in football, like you know, what I mean, I said, "Dad, don't say nothing," and the next thing he had, you know what I mean? So, like you know, it does happen. Yeah. I the contract that. thing too. Sorry, the contract thing you mentioned, Turkish. I don't think it really means anything. I think there's three or four players at Arsenal this summer who got a contract extension last summer. He'll be gone. So I, I'm not sure the contract thing really matters that much. Um, yeah. I my, my final thing, I mean, I've given my thoughts at length on FTV. We did it the day after. And I, I also want to echo what John said, um, you know, well done to Sophie and Kevin Campbell on the interview, not only because as fans, look, we can all debate whether it was right for the club or whatever, but as fans, we want to know this stuff. Like, we want to know what's going on. And... They asked all the right questions. And I also thought Kevin Campbell's stance throughout of this happened to me. You just got to work hard. Um, you know, I didn't get an explanation, but I just had to do my thing and fight my way back. I thought that was a really good perspective coming from someone who, albeit in a different position, you know, was drawing on his experiences and has, you know, done big things at Arsenal. And I thought that was a great kind of position to have throughout. My thing is we need to look at it It's, it's it's like you said, Turkish, it doesn't help, but then you can't, you all kind of built on it. Well, help in what sense? Because they might feel like it's been mentioned. I think Jordan said it, that he's lost his number one spot. It's done. Like the decision has been made. That's probably how they're feeling. Now I'm not 
condoning or agreeing or whatever, I agree the club aren't going to like it. So I'm not sure it's ever the right approach to maybe be as open. But like they probably feel, and and this is just we've only heard one side. Obviously, Mikel Arteta is not going to come out with an interview, you know, on a, on another channel telling us his side of things, as great as that would be. Um, but it does feel weird to me that they were saying we've heard nothing, like we don't know. And some people made really good points. Well, actually, Ramsdale has said in other interviews, oh, I really struggle with this side of the game, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, well, so you do know, you know, Mikata has told you. But but like in terms of a direct conversation, it doesn't sound like that's been had. And I have no idea what goes on behind the scenes at football clubs. No, I, I don't know how it should work. Lee probably has a little bit more insight. He's gone far further in the game. But it feels to me like conversations shouldn't be that difficult to have. Look, clearly, Aaron, you're not starting at the moment. It's yeah. David. This is why. Like, surely that shouldn't be that difficult to have. And I find it really weird that conversation hasn't gone on. And while that hasn't gone on, I understand why there's like, especially because the Rams, they'll seem quite outspoken. Aaron Rams has done a lot of interviews since he arrived at Arsenal. There are a lot of podcasts, you know, whether it be the fellas, whether it be with Peter Crouch. And, you know, good on him. Find the Ian Wright podcast. And he's quite an open individual. So they probably just feel that they're itching to just explain to people like, look, we're being professional behind the scenes, but we have no idea why this has happened. And I can understand that frustration, though I still don't think the club are going to like it. Therefore, maybe don't do it. I, I can understand that frustration. And lastly, I did watch a lot of the interview, like almost all of it. And he a lot of the snippets that were taken from mainstream media obviously portray the interview in a certain way and understand that. But he did, he did speak very highly of David Raya, both as a yeah, person but also he did. as a goalkeeper. He did. And he did say, look, if Mikel Arteta wants to improve on Aaron Ramsdale, he is well within his right to do that. And I think that needs to be highlighted as well because mm -hmm. it wasn't just some poor me, poor my son, like this is really unfair. It wasn't Brilliant. that at all. But there were, there, there were just some elements I can understand why the club didn't want them said. And, and, and also, he did say, didn't he, um, it, it, that, it's not helpful uh, singing out his name when when Raya makes yeah, it. He did say that as well, like, you know. So yeah, so good point. And also, in relation to the game this weekend, Turkish. I think it's interesting because I believe Aaron Ramsdale will be, will be professional and will do his best and will give his best. And I hope he has a clean. I hope he has a clean sheet and does has a very good game. But I can't help but think, I think motivation is a really big thing in football. And I think when you don't sport, and I think when you don't have a motor, uh, you don't have motivation, I think that at an elite level, you do drop off a few percentage. It's a little bit the reason people disagree with me, but it's a part of the reason why I think England was so poor in their two games over the weekend, because the motivation was low. They're qualified already, you know, the, the teams are playing, you know. They're going to bank in and just not get battered. The motivation's low. If that, if that was a World Cup final, England v Macedonia, England played better than that. So I think motivation is really important. And if Ramsdale, you know, you're not having it, but that's just my my view. But if Ramsdale knows that there's no way he started the, the, the following game, the motivation isn't there for him to really, really. It's not like Ray's my number one, but if you have a blinder, you're in. He knows he is not starting the following game. So I just wonder how much that may play in his performance. Um, and if ultimately we as Arsenal fans are going to be the losers because we're not getting a top, top, top Ramsdale. We're getting a professional Ramsdale. But if we're not getting a Ramsdale that is really fighting for his spot, because like I said, in my opinion, I think he's done. I think we know that he's not going to be the, he's not going to be the goalkeeper. So... 
taking that motivation away from him. I just, I'm keen to see how that how that plays out. My my mum said that. Um, sorry, Church. My mum said <laughs> this is from a mum's point of view when she's still raised. If I was him, I wouldn't turn up for the game. <laughs> <laughs> but the way it's been suggested that he wasn't told he hasn't been spoken to and whatnot i can't even lie if i put myself in those shoes i wouldn't turn up to i'd be late to training i'd you know i'd kick up a fuss and and i guess ramsdale hasn't done that so it's commendable i guess and uh, and and credit to him for not doing that but if you haven't been spoken to and you haven't been told after signing a contract and being quite integral to our last couple of seasons, that would not sit well with me. I can't lie. Um, I, he had sorry, Turkish. He has to get the Lons game at home, man. Yeah, he has to play that game. Give him a home Emirates crowd Champions League game in one that actually has a degree of significance. Don't just chuck him in PSV away where he played last year in the Europa League, like. As a here you go, here's your little taste of Champions League football. We don't need David Raya, who's not been scintillating himself, starting in the Lons game. Just give him that. And tell him, you know, we're always about Ferguson back in the day at United. He would tell players, right, I'm bringing you in for these next three or four games. He, he would communicate the games he plays. So just tell David, um, tell Aaron Ramsdale, you're going to play the, the Brentford game and the Lons game and maybe the final. Is there two more group games? Yeah, yeah. So what? Yeah, you're playing the last two group games. You're not telling him. So at least then, to my earlier point, he's got some motivation. He's got some reason to want to stay sharp and stay on form because he knows. Okay, there's a, there's, a, there's a carrot at the end of the stick. At the moment, we don't know if there's been communication, but at the moment it seems like he's just been thrown in for the Brentford game. But we all know that he'll be thrown back out afterwards with no sight of the next one. Do you think there'll be some of this will be addressed in um, his? press conference because 100%. obviously there's going to be there's going to be talk that Aaron Ramsdale comes in so this is going to be, be, be interesting awesome. what Arteta's got to say it'll be our something um, but we know Ramsdale's starting or well we're 99.9% sure Ramsdale's <laughs> starting unless what James said actually comes true um, and we know Jesus has returned 90 minutes for Brazil against Argentina yeah. in a fiery encounter to say the least um, in the early hours of Wednesday morning or wherever you're tuning in from, depending, obviously, it could, it could have been Tuesday night, it could have been Wednesday morning, but it, it was a not a mad game, but it was it was a mad game, if that makes sense, um, with, with the crowd trouble and whatnot. And also, Odegaard apparently is on the mend. The Norwegian manager said that he should be available for Arsenal's first game back. Um, I'm not sure if he played any part in, in Norway's international not no part at all um but good news in in those departments that's for sure james uh, when i mentioned jesus in brazil you had a little smirk <laughs> because oh, okay let's get these out the way first clearly he was fit to play because he got through the 90 fine okay clearly the medical team in brazil know a lot more than i know i understand <laughs> that but for a guy who's not played for three and a half, four weeks, for a guy who has completed something like four ninety minutes all season, they gave him four ninety. <laughs> like, yes, yeah. he, he hasn't played for his club for the last two and a half weeks. Uh, and and look, I, I'm sure there's loads of medical data that just suggests he was always going to be fine and he's proven fine. But I just I find it staggering. Like I didn't even mind the call up. 
I didn't mind the call-up because I thought Julia made a great point on the Invincibles. Brazil probably don't trust us after basically whap with Martinelli and he came on against <laughs> it looked scintillating. So I can understand that to a degree. Um, and look, he started in the game against Argentina, so they clearly rate him a lot and would have wanted him available. So I can understand that. By the way, big up to Gabriel, to Gabriel Baglias, Martinelli and Jesus, who are all starting a big game against Argentina from Arsenal. I just love that. That's just great yeah. for the club. And I'm, I'm, I'm really delighted about that. Um, but <laughs> for 90 minutes, like... Really? Did, did he need that? I, I mean, I don't listen. If he's fine, fine. Because I was actually in favour of him getting some minutes before coming yeah, back to Arsenal. I, I thought, while I actually didn't really want him called up, I thought, well, look at the positives. He's going to get some football and he won't come in completely cold. Um, and Brazil, Argentina, that's quite the game to have him in. Yeah. But. But 90 minutes, I, I, I don't I don't know, people. Maybe I'm just being sensitive and just no, got overtaking our players. But come on. You're not you're scandalous. scandalous. <laughs> At least not mincing his words. No, no, listen, you know, I mean, he's been out for... He's, I, I get the Martinelli one a little bit, but he was out for two or three weeks with a hamstring injury and they brought him back in there. That was fine. He's been out for three and a half weeks, not played for the for, for the club, no, for the club, for the team that pays his money, pays his wages. Like Brazil not pay his wages, Arsenal pay his wages. And... Um, and there is a rule. If you, I, I always thought if you if you don't play for your club, you, you shouldn't be. You, you can't play for your international team. Now I get the thing about him getting minutes and all that, like, but he could have played in a behind the clothes friendly at Arsenal for 60, 70 minutes and been and been protected. You know what I mean? Like, but Brazil haven't got no concern uh, about the welfare of him. Julian made a fantastic point, saying that if Jesus broke down on um, on this weekend, he's not available. Till March is the next international, so they don't care. They don't care. That's a good point. Well done, Argentina. Well done, Argentina. Glad they won. I love Brazil. Love Brazilian football and all that. Like, but I, I, I'm glad they lost. And I hope they don't qualify for for the World Cup because it's scandalous what they've done. Scandalous. You know what I mean? He hasn't played for four or five weeks and he goes and plays ninety minutes. It's bad. It's just as bad as as uh, Gareth Southgate playing. Uh, Declan Rice in a meaningless friendly for, for 90 minutes when we've already qualified. But anyway, I let Gareth off. Did it? Machine. I don't I don't mind that as much because he didn't start. Uh, Saka and Rice didn't start the first game, did they? Of the no. no. Okay, so, so he's got he's got to use it. Like he he needs time with the players as well. So so that I can forgive. Like if he started well, doing both i'd be disappointed with the amount of minutes saka plays or whatever but but he didn't start them in one he started them in the next i don't have a massive problem with that um but i do have a problem with a jesus playing a full 90 yeah, when he's not played for a month and then i've got an issue with um Bikai saka getting called up to the england squad when he missed the city game and england sort of did a well we'll have a look for ourselves fuck off Sorry, like, you're playing for us. Like, what do you what do you think we're doing? That we're sabotaging our chances in the league, you know, just to pull them out of two. I mean, maybe a little bit of that, but like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I want people to rewind it back a little bit to Lee Judges. I got shades of tie when Lee was just speaking when he said, "I hope they don't." <laughs> Change that to, "I hope they get relegated." <laughs> oh, no, I love Brazil. We've all grown up on on a on a love of Brazilian football. I absolutely yeah, adore yeah. the way they play and all that. But come on, play the game properly. You know what I mean? Like, you know, don't 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 mug us off. You know what I mean? Like. 
it's totally disrespect what they've done there. Like, maybe we've done it with, with, with the Martinelli thing, but let's be honest, Martinelli was injured. We didn't fake the injury. No, he was you know, injured. He had yeah. missed the games against Everton, Tottenham, you know what I mean? Like, and he came in for fifth, fifth, what, one half against Manchester City. We, it wasn't fate. Uh, but at the end of the day, they've done it, haven't they? Like, you know, and um, listen, it might benefit benefit us in the long run because Jesus has had ninety minutes and got through it. Probably like ninety minutes in that sort of game was probably better than two behind the close friendly. So we're we're we'll leave it at that. But um, well done, Argentina. <laughs> I also, I mean, you're calling out Leaf having a bit of a tie moment. I also wasn't sure if I heard him right. I thought I heard behind clothes friendly or something. I yeah, know. I heard that as well. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to be that guy, but yeah, I heard it too. Uh, you know what? I'm, no, no, don't worry about you know. I've only just got memorised for it, right? Like, you know, what I mean? <laughs> so, like, uh, you know, like so I now know it's mesmerised. You know what I mean? But like, you know, I can't do. I can't read all the songs. Behind since, we're, since, since we're on Brazil and <laughs> since we're on Brazil and disrespect, Rivaldo, I'll never forgive you, my son. I'll never forgive Rivaldo for that 2002 World Cup. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's go down I want someone to go back there and fucking dock Brazil some points for that. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of internationals, though, Turkish, you're happy. Sorry, I know we've got to go back to the Brentford look ahead. but Ireland. No, Turkey, mate. Don't worry about it. Let Evan Ferguson get some years under his belt. Then we'll be seeing Ireland back in the big Yeah, I've never thought. I'd see the day Turkish is beefing Wales fans on Twitter. Oh, no, unbelievable. I've got the screenshots. Yeah, fuck I remember you all. (laughs) What happened? Do you fight? You beefing them? Two years ago, they remember they beat us in Euro 2021. I was getting tweets all over the gaff, yeah? And and messages and that. So let's talk now. Let's talk now. (laughs) People thought this was tea. This was Welsh tears. I was beefing. Welsh tears, and it's finished. <laughs> oh, they can still get through. To, uh, no, 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 no. You can't on the playoff. Hang on, you can't just like slack them off the door. Pick up the Wells fans, by the way. Yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. To be fair, that's just Jordan with the comment section every week. It is. It is. It is. I'll tell you what. If anybody has actually seen Turkish when he watches. Um, uh, Turkey, go back to the watch along with that first. The Euro. <laughs> I've never seen nothing like it. I thought he, he was so passionate, it was unreal. Like, you know what I mean? So, big up to you. Yeah, that Wales Turkey watch along was, I was on it. We've come a long way in two years. We've come a long way. Well, but. You were just very passionate. That's good. Yeah, it's nice. Nice to see. Nice to see. I just don't want anyone to label us dark horses this time, please. Just leave us. Leave <laughs> us. Let's just see. dark horses. If we come to light, we come to light. I don't want no horse, no dark. Leave you be. Leave us be. And let's oh, also, up... Big, up you, big up you, James. Italy, Italy qualified as well, didn't they? So, oh, yeah. attack you. By the skin. Just. Yeah. Did you guys think it was a pen? I did. Soft, but modern day, Premier League would have given that. I did. Mm. I think there is contact. I think it's a really lazy leg out, and I think there is contact. Do I think? I think players like not just Mudrik, like wingers and really highly skillful, pacey players. I think have learnt the art of pulling a leg in and and buying the foul. But but regardless, of that I think he's caught him. So I think Italy got away with that, for honest. But oh well, we're in. Shouldn't the European champions be in anyway? Come on. Yeah, I didn't. You know what? I didn't realize that actually until the other day. Someone oh, yeah. flagged to me that 
Yeah, I didn't realise that too. Right? That is really yeah. weird. Yeah, you got qualifying nowadays. I mean, yeah. the, the hosts can stroll in, and they've been poor. But, but they made the they made the tournament bigger, and yeah, weird. That's, right? un, Just that's unfair. That's Especially unfair. when other groups. I don't know if you've seen, but in other groups there are like six. There are mm. six teams in some groups, yeah. five in another. We'll just give Italy the spot and just move it around a little bit. They yeah. want it. Like you True. can't say it's not. Have to have the defending champions at a tournament. Yeah, you ha- yeah, I completely agree. That's yeah. crazy. Just, just going back to the Brentford games. Sorry, um, just for, sorry. They're going to be forward Turkish, but what are our thoughts on on how we'll pick up our record after international breaks? Is decent from what I remember. I think it's okay. Um, Chelsea. Brentford are in decent form. One at Everton. Uh, yeah. We should have close... Yeah, it will be. I like Brentford. But listen, massive game, massive game for us this weekend because obviously Liverpool and Man City playing before yeah. it. Yeah. So uh one one or either team's gonna drop points. Uh Tottenham got a tricky game against Aston Villa, so it's yeah. fourth versus third, or is it or whatever, like say so, fourth versus yeah. fifth. And then there's us. So we can either drop drop down or we can really cement our place in the in the top uh two. Um, so, massive, massive game for Arsenal. This make no mistake. Can't afford it'll, to drop points on this game. game as well. Yeah, it'll yeah, be it will be tough. It will be tough. Yeah, well, someone or both. We're behind Liverpool and goal difference, and a point behind City. One or both drop points this weekend. Hmm. Yeah, so it's massive. So we've got, uh, and we know that before we play them, because I think it's the half twelve kick off that one. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I, is it I've a joy one there? What's that? Or is it a draw we want there, or do you want Liverpool to win that? Draw. They've both lost games this season, so a draw. It's not like they're I'll, I'll take a Liverpool win, you know. Anything percent yeah, City's confidence. Same, same. Three losses in the first 13 would be quite different off City. Draw, draw Liverpool. Yeah. Draw Liverpool. yeah, for sure. I, I, I think um, I think we, as a fan base, there's just been every week, this is a massive game, this is a massive game, because we know the standards you've got to... Uphold yeah. to sort of to yeah. keep up with City. I do think this weekend though actually is a massive game because yeah. City face you know the top two facing each other and you being a point behind both right right in the thick of it doesn't come around very often. If you think City and Liverpool aren't ready to capitalise when we play one of the other two, you know come on we we need to we do need yeah. to pick up the three points. It'd be a massive opportunity missed if well no either way like I said points are dropped in the top two one hundred percent guaranteed so. We need to capitalise on one of them. If, if that's pulling three points away from Liverpool and being a point behind City, if that's leapfrogging both, or if that's just being behind Liverpool on goal difference but ahead of City, like whatever it is, there's a massive opportunity um, to to be in the top two by the end of this weekend. Yeah, we have totally to take right. it. We have to take it. We're going to move on to predictions shortly before we do. And a reminder to everyone Whoa. watching. And everyone listening on the audio platforms. 19 games in, 19 predictions made. Lee's top two correct scores, 14 points. There you go, Lee. I didn't mute myself. <laughs> Thank yeah. you very much. Thank there you very you much. Go. Record it. Make it your ringtone. Lee's top two correct <laughs> scores, 14 points. Jordan in second, one correct score, 13 points. I'm in third, two correct scores, 12 points. And James also with 12 points but only one correct score he sits fourth at the moment so it's all to play for two points separating top from bottom and starting at the top lee prediction please mate brentford away really tough one this is whether to go one two or nil two but i'm gonna go i'm gonna back back a clean sheet so i'm gonna go brentford nil arsenal two 
to New Arsenal. Um, Jordan, you're up next. The Ivan Tony Derby. Um... Says no one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I. I th- Josh De Silva Derby, no? Yeah. yeah. David Raya. Oh. David Raya Derby, of course, yeah. Uh... Oh, man, this is difficult. I'm going to go. I think it might be a draw, you know. Um... I'm going to go 2-2. Two, two. The 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. 2-2. Two, two. I'm going to go 2-1. Two, 2-1 two, Arsenal. Yeah. I'm going to echo that, Turkish. I, I, I think we didn't look good at the bridge after um, the international break. They stuck it on us. Um, they stick it on teams, Brentford, like set pieces. They're, they're not... They're quite... They're direct and they can be long ball, but they're by no means not entertaining. Like, I actually really enjoy watching Brentford. Um, they can swing a ball into the box. They've got a fantastic defensive setup. Good in both boxes. Um, so, so I think they'll get a goal. But, but I think we'll recognise the opportunity in front, especially with City and Liverpool playing before. Um, and I really hope we respond to that. And Jesus back is key. Jesus back means I I expect us to create chances. Um, Yeah, we need we need Partey back as well. Um, Do you think it starts Jesus will be on the bench? On the bench. Yeah, I think bench. Trossard deserves his place. You see that bit of Trossard skill that did the rounds. Oh, brilliant! Brilliant! Guys, he's such an unbelievable footballer. We we need to we need to use him more. Did it work? Just to confirm, you went two one as well, James. Yeah, two one Arsenal. Okay. Just to round off the predictions, Lee's gone 2-0, me and James have gone 2-1 and Jordan's gone for a 2-2. So everyone's gone for something different. So we'll see what happens in terms of the prediction table. I agreed with you. No, did you not no, say 2-1? Yeah. Oh, you yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I see me and James as one now. Like we're. A... <laughs> you hear that, Lee? You hear that? You hear yeah. the agenda? Yeah. I'll, just, I'll just play with that time. Put that table up again. Put the table. We up. actually, we actually have twenty-four there points. There we go. He's, he's got, he's got two, one, two, one, two, one. He's telling us. He's telling us. You know what I mean? Like, he's telling us. <laughs> <laughs> I have gone two 0 like you know what I mean? So, but I know I'm 50-50 on it, and I've just seen that screen up there, and it's, it's, it's telling us two one. So there, <laughs> Saliba, we forgive you for conceding one this weekend. Don't worry about it, my guy. You're still, <laughs> yeah, well worry, man. You're, you're still world class. All right, let's wrap it up with comments of the day. Everyone got their comments ready? Yeah, man. Um, okay. So uh, I'm going to jump in. This is from Luke. I never go first. I'm going to go first. So Luke says, I'm sure you've all seen it. What I love about the intro for those that attend match days, Jordan actually goes the wrong way. <laughs> It's hilarious. I love the attention to detail from production. (laughs) I actually got that one here as well. I can't lie. He's spot on. Just so he knows it, I actually do know the right way. I mean, it was it was a gag. Just for those that are not sure, it was. (laughs) I I actually do know, but yeah. That's a lie because you said like, where is everybody? And we you said you was at Tottenham Stadium, (laughs) (laughs) or Upton Park. (laughs) But I never noticed. I never noticed that detail. Actually, (laughs) it it does make it so much funnier. The fact that actually you point and you go, yeah, and then you walk (laughs) off. And um, they, they they were good this week. The, the comments were on, were on point this week. Well done. I've got I've just got one though. I've got um 
<laughs> Turkish's 14 game streak, I think the person meant winning streak, is as impressive as United's last form table um, uh, accolade. So basically, United were like four out of five. Go on, go on, Turkish. I saw that and I just want to say two things. Yeah, it's now 15. I'm beaten. I just want to ask, I just want to ask a question because 14 game win streak is 15 now. If I make it to 49 undefeated, do I get my points back? <laughs> you get gum paper. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Doesn't that sound good like though? That. I go 49 yeah. shows without turning up late. I get my three points back, no? But you don't no, realise that we're, we're on a, we're on a streak of like 174. Exactly. Like 49 <laughs> doesn't do anything. Like not... you, hold on. Lee, Lee and James have been docked points more recent than me. So who's on true, a streak of what? True, true, yeah, true. Who's on a streak true, of what, mate? True, true. Well, yeah, a little bit of lateness. If, you know, if we're talking streak, points, really, man. I should be getting really. You know I mean? Really? Saying, you should man. be docked a point. Okay, I'm going to tell people now. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to tell people now. People, we was going to bring you a Forever Arsenal special on Monday. Yeah? Because oh, you're out of me. You're out of me. suggested a special. He suggested a special. We Is planned it, it and we said, all right, let's do it Monday morning, 8 a.m. Now, Sunday night comes and Jordan messages saying, I can't do it in the morning. Now, you know what? Fuck it. As the host, as the, uh, you know, I'm going to say, comment section, because of that, should Jordan be documenting? <laughs> Oh my god, he was shameless. No, nah, he, nah, he, he, he was working away, you know. What I mean? You are shameless. Excuse okay. me, um, so, um, um, lawyer, client confidentiality. You two talk of client. <laughs> like, so, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. So, I see Sharoy's back, by the way. I see, he's, yeah, yeah, he's back on the scene. Yeah, yeah he's back on the scene. Worst yeah. lawyer in the world's back on the other <laughs> <laughs> My flight got my flight got cancelled. It was out of my control, and I didn't want to mess you guys around further. So my I said, flight you know was what? delayed the last time you dot me three points. It was delayed, and none of you <laughs> gave a shit, man. Yeah, none of you gave a shit, man. Yeah. It was a special. It wasn't. It wasn't like a proper show. It was a special. So the rules are a bit different for a special, surely. Yeah, yeah? Just don't oh, talk about streets. Don't talk about streets. You know. Street. <laughs> it, it, you know <laughs> He actually was, he wasn't there. He was there, he was interviewing Harry Kane. He I was working. <laughs> you know what? Robbie, Robbie texted me. Point deduction. Point deduction. Well, well, you know what, Lee? Robbie texted me just Judas. He just texted me Judas. Yeah. I'm like, he's at Bayern Munich now. What the hell? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've got my comment here from Gunner's Goal, and it says, another great show, lads. Look forward to every single pod. James knowledge amazing. Lee's humor infectious. Turkish is reality refreshing. And Jordan, <laughs> <laughs> I did say that one. I did say that one. I've oh, gone for a nice one. one this week. I've gone for a nice That's one. Real. It's Luke, and I just said the pop. This podcast is so good. Every episode. And these four, well, you just can't be coming. You guys, oh, I think that's great. Thank, I mean, you. thank you very much for that. Top four, they were good this week. They were good this week. Love for the love. Hit the like button. We must have hit a thousand. Please make sure we've hit a thousand. If we have, let's hit two thousand. Fuck it, why not? And um, we are back. Premier League action is back. No more international breaks till March. Pictures thick and fast, and you know what? We've taken two weeks out, but nothing's changed. Jordan, interrupt. Sorry, me. sorry, sorry. Just final thing. I've got a mention. I forgot to shout out a couple Down of people. Out, that, a couple of fans of the show. Sorry, Corey and Osman, who I met separately. I'm not gonna lie. I don't remember where I met them, but I wrote their names down to give them a shout out. So they're fans of the show. 
Corey, I met somewhere, and Osman, I met somewhere as well. Big fans of the podcast. Big up those two gentlemen. Have we, got, have we got a new segment in this show called Jordan Shoutouts or what? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a man of the people. I'm on the tubes, the buses, yeah. in the Nando's. The people the don't give a shit about you. They just say, God, say, say my name on the, on the <laughs> show. Please, <mate." laughs> Listen, they love the show. They, they love the show. I could, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a people's person. I mean, just give them a shout out. That's it. Sorry, that was it. That was it. All right, people, we're going to wrap it up here. Hit the like button. Love for the lovers always. Big up Jordan, James and Lee. And we'll be back, obviously, after the Brentford game and before the Lons game. I believe Lons is next week, right? Next Wednesday, yeah. Next Wednesday, yeah. So after Brentford, before Lons, we'll be back, I guess, Sunday. Oh, I guess it's a live Sunday night. We're live Sunday night. Yeah. You don't know that, right? We do now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean you talked about this? This is what I have to deal with people. Right? It's all good. I am free. Oh, are you? I'm free. <laughs> as long as you're free, that's all right. Then. That's you know, better, be Isn't that the day before you're flying, Jordan? Uh, yeah, it must be. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. You don't yeah. read the group. I plan. Uh, I'll check. I'll check. I'll check. Sweating tears into this podcast. None of you give a shit. People. He puts his blood, sweat, tears, and sleep into this podcast. People, come on. <laughs> when he turns Some up, respect. <laughs> on that note, I could probably get another thirty minutes in bed. So, love for the love, people. We're at peace. Podcast Network.